G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention to developments around protections for Aboriginal cultural heritage in the state of New South Wales. The Reverend Fred Nile is behind the Aboriginal Cultural Heritage Culture is Identity Bill 2022. The bill has the support of the New South Wales Aboriginal Land Council. Reverend Nile, who's served in the New South Wales Upper House for more than 40 years, sees this bill as a meaningful starting point to reform Aboriginal culture and heritage protection for future generations in Australia. The Reverend Fred Nile, who is now in a new political home with the Seniors United Party, is back with us. Fred Nile, welcome back to 2020. Good, Neil. God bless you. Thank you for your prayer. Fred, you see this bill as a culmination of your life's work and your public ministry. How important is it? It's very important, especially for the Aboriginal people who are, who are the ones who will get the benefit of what I've been able to achieve and will, and will continue to achieve. How important is it, Fred, listening to the Aboriginal community? Because that's one of the concerns, isn't it? That people dictate to the Aboriginal community rather than listen. That's right. And I, I spent a lot of time visiting the Aboriginal communities, actually sitting down and, and talking to uh, the mothers and fathers, the families, uh, all the way from Sydney right up to uh, the Queensland border. And uh, having having a very fruitful time hearing their uh, views of what should be done for them, how to help them, and that's why I've introduced my bill. And I believe the uh, other projects I've been working on are all to benefit the Aboriginal people directly. You say that your bill provides like a true custodianship of Aboriginal cultural heritage to the Aboriginal community rather than politicians and their departments. How does that work? Well, that means that uh, literally the, the, there will be the Aboriginal Council and uh, all the matters that affect their future uh, their families and uh, their incomes and so on will go through that process. That's what I want to see happen. Whereas at the moment, uh, the legislation talks about and uh, puts the Aboriginal people in the same category as uh, flowers, fauna and uh, animals. doesn't treat them as human beings. And that's what I'm restoring. Are you saying that New South Wales laws to manage and protect Aboriginal culture and heritage have been outdated for a long time? That's right. That's for sure. And and uh, they literally treat the, uh, the Aboriginal people come under the same heading as fauna, as flowers, and etc. And I mean that's uh, that's humiliating for the Aboriginal people. Uh, 
Fred, is that the way other states are categorising Aboriginal people too, or is New South Wales catching up here with some developments in other states? No, I think it's probably uh, right across Australia now. Does it include a new way for Aboriginal people in decision-making processes to be effective? Well, I'm sure they will be, and uh, I've been working with the Aboriginal leaders uh, for the 40-odd for the years <laughs> directly with them in uh, fashioning legislation and other projects. And so I know what they, how they think, what they're thinking, what their concerns are. And so I'm hopeful that I've been able to develop an Aboriginal mind, a mindset that I'm on the same track as, as them in, in what I say and do. When you discuss how things happen in New South Wales, is there room here with your bill for a more efficient, a more fit-for-purpose regulatory framework to be developed that will benefit Aboriginal people? Yes, well, that will all come automatically out of the bill uh, that's going through the Parliament. It will, it will establish the uh, Cultural Council uh, with Aboriginal leaders having the say on their present and their future. And the Aboriginal Land Council in New South Wales, they've given, your, they've given their support for this bill. Yes, yes, they've been most enthusiastic. And uh, and as I've said, I've been working with them for the 40-odd years. So I'm no stranger to them. They, they know me. And I, and I think, uh, I don't want to boast, I, I think I've got an Aboriginal heart, a black heart, uh, while, I'm, while I'm working with them. I'm, I'm, one with, I'm one with them. I'm not a white man. I try to get into, put myself into their shoes. Fred, some of the detail in your bill, what sort of provisions are there more specifically that you'll be wanting to see come through into legislation? Well, I want uh, a consultation that the Aboriginal people will be uh, have a say about their present and their future, about their communities, their homes, their, their families, their income and so on and that's what I'm that's what my bill does and uh, I'm sure it will flow through uh, as when it, as it's implemented in in detail uh, no doubt there'll be listeners who will be thinking uh, this is great to hear from especially from the Reverend Fred Nile 40 year veteran in the New South Wales upper house Fred, you'd be very familiar with the history of Australia and some of the rocky periods that we've gone through where there's been very challenging times and the Christians have sometimes been the only friends of the Aboriginal people. This really does put a a mark there too uh, for a Christian bill that will support this Aboriginal culture. That's right. And and, and, and the Aboriginal people, I'm working with uh, the elders of the land councils and so on, they're most enthusiastic and they've been already greatly encouraged by what I've been able to achieve in this direction. So I, I think it's going to bring a lot of fruit, positive fruit, out of the Aboriginal community as well, that they're, they're not disaffected, they're not just sitting on the sidelines, they're, they're in the heart of the whole operation.
Is there any timing now that is already in the diary for uh, for tabling this bill, presenting this bill in the New South Wales Parliament? Well, I presented the bill itself yesterday uh, in the Parliament and had a, had a great response from the Members of Parliament and we had a, a reception afterwards where I, I met uh, with the Aboriginal leaders, the Land Council uh, heads and so on, um, for a supper, and we had a great time together. So I, I'm really uh, very much in their community. I'm not a foreigner. I'm not a white man. I don't think they see me as a white man. I see. I think they just see me as one of them. Is there a bipartisan support for your bill? Are you confident that it'll go through? Yes, I've had a lot of uh, support across the political uh, line of the different parties and so on. The and, bill. Um, we've met the Premier and uh, he was very warm-hearted to me. And I've known him for some time now, so I'm very hopeful we'll have a very positive uh, relationship in the future. Fred, the bill adopts some of the, or all of the, objectives of the Uluru Statement from the heart. Uh, not everyone was in favour of that. Uh, are those provisions in there uh, likely to glean good favour across both sides in the New South Wales Parliament? Yes, I'm hoping so. But that's, again, those, those uh, convictions, the Uluru uh, statement is something that come out of the heart of the Aboriginal people. And I, I want to work in harmony with, with their hearts and their desires where they're at and uh, they have a and they have a future now fred i've i've also I, I don't know whether you know this but i've also was one of the key members of the stolen um, children inquiry i played a major role in that and uh, visited all the uh, different centers in the state where aboriginal children had been taken stolen and um, we're working to re- re- restore them back to their families and so on. So that's I've been working on that as well as the whole future of the land rights. You have a long history in working with Aboriginal people and uh, it is one of those dimensions that hasn't gleaned as much attention as some of the other controversial issues that you've been involved in over the years. And uh, Fred, before I let you go, uh, some might be wondering, with more than 40 years now in the New South Wales Upper House, uh, some might be thinking, are there plans to retire the next state election? What are you thinking right now? Uh, well, I have been given, obviously, thought to it, and uh, and my family, my wife. Um, but we haven't come to any conclusion at this stage. So I'm I'm here until the next election, and, uh, we'll, and I'll probably nominate uh, for that election and also uh, work with my wife, who's very supportive of what I do with the Aboriginal people. Savannah. Okay, the new bill is called the Aboriginal Cultural Heritage Culture is Identity Bill 2022. The Reverend Fred Nile has served in the New South Wales Upper House for more than 40 years. Uh, he has a new home now politically with the Seniors United Party. But Fred Nile, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts on this new bill with us today on 2020. Good. Thank you, Neil, for the opportunity and God bless Christian Vision Radio. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.